With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Volume program has been pre-recorded for broadcast. Recorded live. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of TalkShoe, Generated Productions, Sonya.com, and its sponsors. Hi, Jack. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. This is Jam Radio Network. From the studios of Savannah, Georgia, this is Nation Talk. This is Sunday Evening Forum, Nation Talk. Nation Talk is a live public affairs program that deals with issues concerning you from the studios of Savannah, Georgia. Conversation. Call 1724-444-7444. Call your call ID number 55519-POUND. That's 1724-444-7444. Call ID number 55519-POUND.
that I've ever been involved with. Very loud. It, the ground shook. You could just feel it going down through you. And tonight, we're hearing the harrowing stories of survival from those who were just feet from the blood. Local hospitals quickly mobilized for a mass casualty event, but the chaos continued. At Tufts Medical Center, where 11 victims were taken, a bomb scare forced the evacuation of the emergency room. Patients on stretchers were laid out in the atrium. What kind of injuries are you seeing here? They are almost all lower extremity injuries uh, from the knee down, and they are very severe blast injuries with open fractures, severe muscle injuries, nerve, artery injuries. I had a bad feeling when I saw the smoke, and when I saw, after hearing the noise and then hearing the second one, um, the Boston Marathon is one of the world's marathons at the finish line. I suspected it was terrorism. Rebecca Roach had just finished the race when the bombs went off. It was a moment of what should have been joy and um, turned into panic and heart-wrenching fear of the worst. She was okay, but her mom and a friend who were there to support her were badly injured. Makes me feel quite guilty. Guilty? Yeah. It wouldn't have been there if it wasn't to me. Rebecca ran every step of the 26.2 miles with her mom and dad in her heart and written on her legs. Is there any way to appreciate what you 
Uh, I was trying to help for about 15 minutes. Uh, then the, the law enforcement officers uh, invited me to leave, as I should have. I mean, I'm, this is not my bailiwick. It's not my area of expertise. Uh, I left, picked up my brother, and we walked back across the Matab Bridge with thousands of other people. It looks very much like 9-11. And people are calling you a hero. Well, they, they should. I mean, I did what anything I did what anybody else should should do in these circumstances. We're resilient people, and this is what we should do to respond. Bruce Metal, thanks very much. Thank you. Thank you. Close your eyes in Chicago, and you can hear the sound of a working in Africa. Look hard out your window in D.C., and you can see the snow-covered peaks of the Andes. The world is that small. We are that connected. Please visit EarthShare.org and learn how the world's leading environmental groups are working together. EarthShare. One environment. One simple way to care for it all. A public service message from EarthShare and the Ad Council. And now for the weather. Today's weather brought to you by the American Stroke Association. All across America, it's a clear, beautiful day with temperatures in the 70s and not a drop of rain forecasted. However, it seems African Americans can expect a chance of rain, oh, and a chance of hail, a chance of multiple class 5 and if that's not enough, watch out. A chance of a freak meteor shower later this afternoon. The odds are it's going to be very dangerous out there. It's called the odds. And the odds are African Americans suffer almost twice the risk of having a stroke as white Americans. But the forecast doesn't have to be so gloomy. There are steps you can take to help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Hey, everybody. Jamie Lee Curtis here for RAD, recording artists, actors, and athletes against drunk driving. What should you do to stop a friend from driving if they've been drinking? Answer, whatever it takes. Think before you drink. Designate before you celebrate. Choose a designated driver. Remember, friends don't let friends drive drunk. Hi, Jack One Two One Two One Two One Two. This is Jam Radio Network. This is Jam Radio
to end of all that, at the end of all that, they finally caught the persons or the person that um, was involved in that. That was involved in that. Listen to this story from ABC News of uh, how they believe the bombing suspect um, was in in his house. Well, actually, well, the story goes he was at his house, well, in his yard at it, and uh, they he noticed something that was moving in his on his boat, and he saw. So he went upstairs. So he finally went somewhere to 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 um to get to call the police. And lo and behold, there's the, the young man who was involved. The well, remember the second young man who was who was involved in the this terrorist. You might, as well say, you might as well go ahead and say that it was a terrorist attack. You might as well say it. The president may not admit it. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he'll admit it now it was a terrorist attack because it seemed like it was. And, it was, and, and, and I'll be honest with you, it, it was professionally done, very professionally done, just like those, just like one of those terrorist attacks, like, like in um, 9-11. But listen to the story from ABC News. Uh, I, I think it was, uh, and Vanessa, she had the strange feeling that he was somewhere near, uh, at a boat somewhere. Her detective instinct, I think, she has this detective instinct. We both do. Both have, she had the most detective instinct that night than I did. I was just tired, really. I was exhausted. Really, honestly, honestly, with, honestly, not to be honest with you, I was actually tired, drained. You know, not only just not just not just from work, but from hearing all this and all we going through here. And I mean, it it it, it was it was straining. But listen to the story. You heard one story of how it happened. But listen to how the story. Let's do high end. I want to bring in Robin Duma, who is also an eyewitness, lives in the neighborhood. And you heard police talking in the backyard. Robin, what did you hear? Yes, um, as my neighbor said, when they told us we could go out, quite a few people did that. Um, but within minutes, the police really descended on the neighborhood, and we had quite a few of them in our backyard. And we heard them saying, that he was poking holes through the plastic, that shrink wrap on the boat, um, and looked like he was trying to, you know, assess what was going on, see what was going on around him. So let me understand, the policeman was poking holes in it trying to understand, or the suspect was inside? The suspect, he was in the boat poking holes to try to see out. This is what you heard police say? Yes which would indicate, and we had not heard this before, that he might have still been alive when they came up. And when, as we know, there was that exchange of gunfire. Anything else you saw or heard about that moment? No, I mean, uh, really it was just 
tried to hear what the um, you know the police radios are saying, but it's a little bit difficult. There was quite a bit of um, gunfire, which actually happened before we overheard the police officers talking. Um, you know, the, the, there was just a rush down the street of all the vehicles, and just now they actually brought an ambulance down the street and an enormous black um, special unit truck. But initially they all came rushing down the street, and then there was quite a bit of gunfire. Then there was really nothing. We heard the police officers speaking, and then a little while, well, quite a while later, um, there were several explosions and then some more gunfire. And now, really, for the last little while, not much seems to be going on. The helicopters have left, but these larger, well, one ambulance and a larger big black truck just came down the street. Well, again, it's such vivid detail that you're all giving us from phoning in, and we thank each and every one of you. But let me go through that again. You said there was gunfire, then something that sounded explosive, and then gunfire again? Initially, there was a lot of gunfire, so we were told, go outside. Quite a few people did. I would say about four minutes later, the police came rushing down the street. Then there was quite a bit of gunfire right when they all arrived. Then, really not much of anything for a while, we then overheard the police officers in our backyard talking about this poking holes through the plastic. And then I would say a good 45 minutes, hour later, there was more gunfire and what sounded like three small explosions. I mean, we're about four houses away. That's what it sounded like to me. And now there's really, there, I haven't heard any explosions or gunfire or anything like that um, for, I'd say, about another 45 minutes, hour at this point. Well, again, it raises the question if there was any explosive around that police were trying to detonate. Uh, we will obviously have all this clarified as time goes on, but give me a sense. You must have been in your house. There was fear enough. When all of this starts happening, how afraid were you? It it was it actually started last night at about 1:45 a.m. There were helicopters. It's a very quiet neighborhood, and um, the helicopters came over. And I thought, okay, fine. There's a helicopter, but it was obviously something much more than that. When I went to the window, um, I could see officers moving through the neighborhood with flashlights. And it was very very unnerving, um, and I really didn't fall asleep after that. We've all actually been up since that time. Um, and over the course of the day today, it kind of waned. I mean, there were times when it felt more stressful and other times when people seemed to back off a bit. Um, this has heightened the stress and, you know, but it, it is, it is, but it's kind of just a wearing, stressful experience. The neighborhood has a lot of barns, you know, old outbuildings, garages, sheds and such, and I have to admit, even when I heard the police saying, you know, they felt confident they'd done a thorough search, I had questions because I know just the nature of the neighborhood and all these outbuildings and, and wondered really if, if they had managed to go into all the nooks and crannies. I think there will be a lot of people asking questions just like that tomorrow, and one of those indelible details about the humanity involved in what has been happening, as you say, the neighbors had just brought home a four-day-old infant. Yeah. <laughs> yes, my next-door neighbors have a newborn. He came home on, I kind of lost track of time. It was either Wednesday or Thursday, so he's just uh, new to the world, 
two hours, but, uh, you know, I'm just imagining it's a pretty stressful situation to have a baby and have all of this going on, you know, just outside. And have you heard about the Hanaberries? Any thoughts about them tonight? No, I mean, I, I mean, we all know, you know, I have to admit, I don't know that I know all my neighbors' last names. We all know each other by first name. It's a very close-knit neighborhood. There are folks here who have been here as, as they have for a very long time, and then I've been here for about 11 years, but we all know each other pretty well. Um, and, you Dave? know, we can't go... Dave, what's his first name? Yeah, yeah. So I, I know the family, and I know... I mean, my 14-year-old said, oh, my gosh, you know, it's that boat. And, um, you know, and I had even said earlier today, not about that boat, but we live right near the Charles River, and there is a yacht club that has all the boats shrink-wrapped. And I said, thinking aloud this morning, I said, you know, I wonder if they've gone through all of those boats because there are, you know, 50 or 60 of them. And if, if I was running away, I'd think to go in that direction and hide in one of those shrink-wrapped boats. So it's kind of, you know, interesting that... <laughs> that that's where he was, not not at the yacht club, but just down the street. Well, again, we know there is the fog of information right now, but you did think that you overheard police in the backyard talking about the suspect, perhaps, trying to look out of this covering that was on that boat, and we will try to verify that throughout this evening. But uh, I also read a quote from you. You said, I've never felt safer in my life. Every <laughs> officer in the universe is here with well, me Well, I said that friends, of, I mean, as you might imagine, our, our, my parents, you know, friends, everyone in the world is texting and calling, even people I haven't heard from in years. And um, I did say, kiddingly, I, you know, how could you not feel safe? Our house is absolutely surrounded by every law enforcement officer in the universe. So I, I was, it was a little tongue-in-cheek. I'm not, I think I'll feel a lot better once we know, you know, this is over. Well, Robin, stay in touch with us. Please call us again if you hear or see something else. Please do. Okay, thanks very much. Uh, what a story. What a story. Great ending. Strange ending for a great story. <laughs> oh, man. We'll be back in a moment with more. This is Nation Talk. The views and opinions of Nation Talk are not necessarily the views of TalkShoe, generated productionstudio.com, and its sponsors. This is Nation Talk. Close your eyes in Chicago, and you can hear the sound of a fever playing in Africa. Look hard out your window in D.C., and you can see the snow-covered peaks of the Andes. The world is that small. We are that connected. Please visit EarthShare.org and learn how the world's leading environmental groups are working together in EarthShare. One environment. One simple way to care for it all. A public service message from EarthShare and the Ed Council. Eight. I deliver your Sunday paper every week. Seven. I'm the intern. We work on the same floor. One in eight Americans is struggling with hunger. Six. Our kids walk to school together every day. Including millions of children and seniors. Five. We chat in the elevator at work sometimes. We all know people who aren't sure where their next meal is coming from. Four. I'm your cashier at the grocery store. Three. I work at the coffee shop around the corner. 
Commissioner. I care for your children. One, I'm your grandmother's friend. We play bingo together. Who's the one in aid in your life that needs help? You can make a difference through Feeding America and its nationwide network of more than 200 food banks. Take action at feedingamerica.org slash one in eight. A public service announcement brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. Charlie! Hey, did you see that play last night? Unbelievable. Yeah, they still lost. You know why I was playing? What? You, you played in the street. I played in the service. Oh, hey, boy. What I'm trying to say is the kid, he shouldn't... He should, he should. <laughs> yeah, he's... Are you okay? Someone call 
had to play that song of, of well, I, I guess I know why he played that song because, um, well, because of these two guys who, believe it or not, who was who was involved in this. Here's another. ABC News has done a wonderful job on this. I must say. All 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 the all of them have done all the I mean, let me interrupt for a moment. ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, HNL, all have done a wonderful job on this story. They did. They've done a really wonderful job on the story. They did. You know, I, I have to give it to them. I got to give it to them. They did a wonderful job on it. And one thing about it, they were very careful on uh, actually on there was on their sources and what and and everything. They was and they was very they was very 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 careful because they wanted to make sure they get the story just right and make sure they got got it accurately. And I'm, I'm pulling this up now on the net now on um, ABC News. It seemed like ABC News had, excuse me, had a lot of the story, had most of the bulk of the story. And um, whoever did, the, whoever put these up from ABC News did a great job with it. Um, they did a great job supplying this for us. Um, but, uh, Probably the reason why they probably played this is because of these two guys that um, that was involved in this, and not only the news media did a wonderful job. We have to give the law enforcement, the men, men and women of law law enforcement, a lot of credit for this. God. And them, they were wonderful. Boston PD, the FBI, I'm sure, um, ATF was involved. Um, the National Guard, um, state police, Massachusetts State Police. They all did a wonderful job on this, and my hat goes off to them again, once again. I mean, really, it, it, it goes off to them again. They have done a wonderful job of, of helping and doing what they do what they do best. And for the young man who they they interviewed earlier, the um, guy who was in the army who just helped out. Um I, I had grown up his instincts were, were right on point. And when you're in military like that you you have these those instincts just kick in. It they just kick in when you especially when you're military. Uh, I don't care what kind of situation it is, especially in situations like this, it just kicks in. That's why my hat goes off to these 
again, to these guys, to these young men and women in all forces, my hat goes off to them. Really, really, they do. Um, the FBI released these photos, and this is when the FBI released the photos. Let me read to you what Samantha, um, how we, before I do that, um, Savannah Morning News, the newspaper here in Savannah, um, the next day, the day after, um, and I'm sorry, I don't have the, I don't have the, the, the I don't have the, um, um, paper when it, when it got caught. I saw the headline, but I didn't get, I didn't get a copy, I didn't get a copy of it. Um, the day after, on the 16th, Headline was in it's um it was one of the headline stories. Marathon madness: two bombs explode near Boston finish line, killing at least three. Uh, that was the that was the head that was the top story. Uh, White House official attack uh, treated as act of terrorism terrorism, and locally here. Tyvee family, there was a Tyvee family that was near the blast. A Tyvee Island family that lives right here in the Savannah area that was near that was near the blast. Like like all other like thousands of others that were there to the marathon. And during the second hour, we're gonna talk about how in the world And I, I'm, I'm going to say this boldly, and I'm going to talk about it during the next hour as well. And we're going to do some more clips, and we're going to play some more clips and things like that. But during the next marathon, okay, what kind of marathon is? It could be the, the marathon in New York, another marathon, and we pray that they have another marathon. Boston. We pray that they do. I'm hoping they do have another one next year. I'm praying. Um, um, they had a marathon here called Rock and Roll Hard, the Rock and Roll Marathon. I had an opportunity to witness it a bit here in Savannah. I got a chance to watch the runners and root them and uh, Watched some of the runners there, you know. It was really, it was a really nice event. Nice day too, just like it was there in Boston. And I'm just wondering, how is this going to change marathons? Security of marathons now is going to change a lot now. I'm, I'm looking at that now. It changed it. Believe it or not. It changed the Olympics. Remember, some of you may remember back in the doing the Olympics. It changed a whole lot. It changed a whole lot. The security security's changed. It has changed. As the actor said in the episode of Good Times, and he played the FBI agent. He was telling um, John Amos who played who played. Um, James Evans and 
Esther Broken played um, Florida Evans. And so it, it, he they asked the question, why why so much sneaking around? Did this happen? This is incident happened when Michael was um, he he wrote to to um, Russia to Soviets for some information about Cuba or something like that. And the actor who played the FBI agent, he said he he said around the money goes true today. And this is like this is like back in the 1970s. <laughs> they just think this is like 40 almost 40 something years ago when when they was when they had with the FBI was you know FBI and CIA was running around you know with the intelligence things like that. But um, he said something that that triggered off me even today. We're living in an uneasy world. Ah, we are living in a very dangerous and very uneasy world. And he's right. Whoever wrote that, whoever wrote that, he was round the money with that. He was, he's definitely right on that. We are very. This is a very uneasy world, and and this is going to change. Security is going to change a lot. When it comes when it comes to marathons, special events, things like this, they're they gonna really beef up security. I mean, you're talking about beefed up security. Um, you're talking about really beefed up security. It's gonna be really beefed up. Cause I'm sure, I'm sure, the police commissioner had no idea really that. This was this event was going to happen. In fact, he was in the stands. I was, I was watching 60 Minutes just before it came on. We was watching that, and the police commission. I was trying to find that. I was trying to find that 60 Minutes interview with the police commissioner. With the police commissioner, very good story by the way. If you missed it, so it's, I believe it was on CBSNews.com slash 60 Minutes or however the. Just go to 60 Minutes. Just go to CBS News, and. Your final, just click on 60 Minutes. I'm, I'm sure you find. I was trying to find it, trying to find an interview. Good interview. Very, very good interview. The, the police commissioner was in the stands. He took a phone call. He was taking a phone call. And after, while he's taking that phone call, the first bomb, I'm sure the first bomb, Exploded. He didn't know what was going on. He had no idea. I'm sure the police they had no idea. The state um, police had no idea. And I'm sure I'm sure they have security all the time. I'm sure there's always security at the Boston Marathon. I'm, I'm sure there is. You know, there's always security at the Boston Marathon. That's one of the world's biggest. It was one of the world's biggest marathons there is in the country. One of the biggest ones, actually. Um, and, you know, and I'm sure they had, you know, they they use your security. You know, security, you know, they, they had the certain signs. They, they signed the different ones for that assignment for security, you know, you know, as usual. But I bet you they didn't realize that this was going to happen. And one of the strangest things about this 
when the explosion came, everybody was running away from the explosion. And the FBI technician, he spotted this. I don't know. He's he's an expert at spotting um, the obvious, the, the unobvious things. He found out that the kid that um, the kid that um, they picked up, I, the kid they picked up, um, was walking away from the crowd. And guess what? He had no backpack. They saw him with a backpack on his back going in along with his brother. And when they, neither one of them came out with, with the backpacks. And I just heard the lady say that it was kind of like, it was like, um, it was explosion in the, um, in the garbage cans. Apparently, and from, from what I'm, 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 I'm just, this is just a, it just, this is just a guess until they do the actual, until they question him, until they actually question him to find out what he and his brother was doing. And I'm sure they're going to do a whole, the FBI is going to do a whole, they're going to do a whole thing of investigation and they're going to question him and re-question him and everything. They're going to, you know, they're going to, they're going to pick his brain pretty much um, of what happened. But my guess, and I'm just guessing, this is this is, and I'm and I'm, I'm this is like a detective, on detective guess. They dropped while while I guess they they waited until they had enough people to pass the finish line. They had it detonated. They had it. In fact, they had it set. I'm sure they they already probably had it set already. They dropped it. One brother dropped the bomb in one garbage can. The younger brother, who they picked up, put it in another garbage can, walked away so they as if they were to be noticed. Lo to behold, they were noticed. Right, and it was, and it was, it was a lot of, and as you heard, as you heard the news, and that's the thing, she's reminding me about this, they had to put it low, so that way, or, and because it, it, it was placed low, so they had to put it in a garbage can, or some type of container, so that way, when it, when it explodes, because when you put a bomb, when you put something in something to explode, it it not only it not only explodes up, but it also expands out. That's what that's mostly what a what any kind any type of explosive does. This is where I learned from learning from in in in, in, in the being in the RTC program. Yeah, learning from you know. We we learned a lot of the stuff in RTC, so this this is some some of the stuff we learn, and and, and this is some of the stuff we 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 have to learn about it because 
came from an event where we decided to go we actually go in the service, we had to learn a lot about this. And I I'm not totally military but I'm like partially military. <laughs> partially. Um by partially military. Not all the way, but just from being in RTC classes and stuff things like that. But from what from what I learned and from it and also from talking to other especially talking to other um veterans. And I've talked to a lot of veterans we and we, I I talked to a lot of veterans and they can tell you the same thing. Um we got some veterans in our church, they could tell you the same thing. Same thing. They tell you the same thing. It doesn't take a rocket scientist scientist to really figure it out. So so Apparently they dropped in there. They walked away as if they were going to be noticed. The, 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 and they got the photos of them with the backpack versus them without without the backpack. They was and and it made it seem like and it was so strange. They made it look like they was and they, it, it was they make it look like it was normal. They just blend right in. They just blend right into the crowd. So that's my theory on it. That's actually my theory on what happened on about that. Uh, very suspicious. I'm, I'm I'm kind of suspicious of it, it, when when you show the photos. I'm going, hmm, this is. I said, okay, this is gonna be this. This is kind of strange, you know. Noticing um, these guys don't have a backpack, huh? What in the world? And it just walked away like it was, like it was nothing. It it was. This is too. This is too. Too. This is too. That was too cruel. I'm I'm sorry. That was cruel. The way they the way they did that. It was it was cruel and rude and senseless and very, very senseless. Very very, very senseless. Um, it's um, we got the guy, we got the guy now, so. He's gonna pay for what he and his brother did. It's coming up to the top of the hour. We'll be right back.
And now for the weather. Today's weather brought to you by the American Stroke Association. All across America, it's a clear, beautiful day with temperatures in the 70s and not a drop of rain forecasted. However, it seems African Americans can expect a chance of rain. Oh, and a chance of hail. A chance of multiple Class 5 tornadoes. And if that's not enough, watch out. A chance of a freak meteor shower later this afternoon. The odds are it's going to be very dangerous out there. It's called the odds. And the odds are African Americans suffer almost twice the risk of having a stroke as white Americans. But the forecast doesn't have to be so gloomy. There are steps you can take to help beat the odds. Start by calling one 888 stroke or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council.
investigators have poured over countless clues, but one crucial piece of the puzzle reportedly came from this man, Jeff Bauman, that severely injured spectator whose ashen face became an iconic image appearing on our screens as responders whisked him away. Jeff lost both legs below the knee, but his brother told a reporter when he woke from surgery while still in the ICU, Jeff gave a
You're listening to Nation Talk here on Talk Show and Jam Radio. So we're coverage of NBC News Boston affiliate WHDH on a developing news story out of that area. There are reports of explosions and gunfire in We have a trouble with, our, with this video, this audio here, this clip here. Comes and goes, you know. Yeah. There you go.
key. When you see someone who's about to drive under the influence, get the key. Because friends don't let friends drive drunk. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, RAS, the National Association of Broadcasters, and the Ad Council. And now for the weather. Today's weather brought to you by the American Stroke Association. All across America, it's a clear, beautiful day with temperatures in the 70s and not a drop of rain forecasted. However, it seems African Americans can expect a chance of rain, oh, and a chance of hail, a chance of multiple Class 5 tornadoes. And if that's not enough, watch out, a chance of a freak meteor shower later this afternoon. The odds are it's going to be very dangerous out there. It's called the odds. And the odds are African-Americans suffer almost twice the risk of having a stroke as white Americans. But the forecast doesn't have to be so gloomy. There are steps you can take to help beat the odds. Start by calling 1-888-4-STROKE. Or go online to strokeassociation.org. Join the power to end stroke. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. Hi, Jack. One, two, one, two, one, two, one, two. This is Radio Network. Cameron Sardaya and his brother Joe Horn, the men the U.S. government accuses of planting two bombs near the finish line of the Boston Marathon on Monday. In Dagestan, the men's father, Anzor, says he doesn't believe his sons are guilty. I'm scared for my son, for his life. They should... Arrest him. Bring him to the police alive. The Sarnayevs are ethnic Chechens who settled in Cambridge just outside Boston in 2003 after their parents requested a... Twenty-six-year-old Tamerlan was a well-known amateur boxer and studied engineering at a community college. He reportedly had trouble adjusting to life in the U.S., complaining on social media that he didn't have a single American friend. His aunt says he was recently married and had a young child. Nineteen-year-old Jokar was a star wrestler in high school and a scholarship winner. Here, Jokar makes fun of various ethnic groups who speak Russian badly. Friends say neither seemed interested in politics, but the men's uncle, who lives in the Washington, D.C. area and hasn't seen them since 2009, says his nephew never figured out how to adapt to life in the United States. I say what I think was behind it, being losers, not being able to settle themselves and thereby just hating everyone who did. But his uncle couldn't say what... Two brothers 
interesting. Well, you heard the son's father. Here's the aunt's response to all this, too. The boy's um, aunt. At the moment. Doing drugs and doing some 
Cloudy, there is still a light that shines on. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.